I call this episode Motorcycling With Your Eyes Closed. Don't let this happen to you. (laughs) Now, of course, we ride with our eyes open. What a silly thought that is. We motorcycle riders are hyper aware of everything going on around us. We make sure that the car we're approaching sees us. We watch out for wildlife crossing the road. We've got to be careful because we know that our health depends on it. But this past week, my eyes were not as open as they should have been, and I regret what I didn't do. Maybe it's a lesson for all of us. Recorded in beautiful Loveland, Colorado, welcome to Peace Love Moto, the podcast for motorcyclists seeking that peaceful, easy feeling as we cruise through this life together. Are you ready? Let's go. I'm a safe rider. Now, some of my friends are probably rolling their eyes right now, but (laughs) yeah, I approach the limits sometimes, but I do consider myself a safe rider. I'm very experienced. Yeah, very safe. You know, when someone asked me, well, why do you wear a helmet and all that gear? I can answer that question usually with one word, experience. Like many of you, I rode many bikes and motorcycles as a kid, on the dirt and through the woods. And when you're a crazy little kid riding every day on the dirt and through the woods, you're going to fall. And I did. And you learn very quickly that falling hurts and it leaves scars. So yeah, just like you, I don't want to get hurt again. (laughs) So I wear all the protective gear and especially here in Colorado, I keep my eyes wide open. My eyes wide open. But this past week, I wasn't watching closely enough. No, I wasn't in an accident, thank goodness. My eyes were wide open for my own safety, but I was not paying enough attention to the safety of someone else. And I've been regretting that all week. So here's the story. I was riding east on Highway 14 here in Colorado from Walden to Fort Collins. And this is a very windy road. Now, most roads that follow the path of a mountain river are windy here in Colorado, and 14 is no exception. I was deep in the mountains, about 40 miles from town. It was at the intersection of 14 and Pingree Park Road that I decided to stop and wipe the layers of bugs off the shield of my helmet. It was about near sunset, around sunset. It was here that an old kind of beat up Subaru, drove up beside me and stopped. The car, as I said, was quite old and kind of rusting out, it looked like. And I noticed that the back seat was just full of stuff. I couldn't identify what it was, but it was kind of junked up a little bit. The young lady, driving alone, she was maybe 20 years old. And when she spoke, she had a British accent. Now, in tourist towns like Estes Park or ski areas like Vail, we hear accents from all over the world, but not out here. So far from where visitors to the area would normally come, this was an odd accent to hear out here. And this is more wilderness than most folks are used to, especially folks from out of town. In her cool British accent, she said, I'm looking for a free place to camp tonight. 
and I've heard that I can camp up here on Pingree Park Road for free. Am I going the right way? And I replied with the correct answer, which was, yes, it's right up that road. I knew too that some months ago, a family was badly injured. They were in their van and, and actually I think someone was killed on the road, um, rolling off the side of the mountain. So I also added, I said, be really careful on this road because it's a dirt road and there's no guardrails and some steep drop-offs. She looked at me and she said, oh, okay. Um, well, I find a place to camp before the dangerous parts. And I said again, the correct answer was, I don't think so. So be very careful. Well, she thanked me for the information and then the advice. And then she started up the steep dirt road right ahead, heading to Pangree Park. And I guess I thought to myself, well, Ron, once again, you've done a good deed. And I put back on my helmet with the clean windshield and I started up my new motorcycle and I headed for home. It wasn't until I had ridden about 20 minutes that it hit me. I was struck by the realization that I let this young lady from out of town, maybe out of the country, I let her go into possible harm's way without offering an alternative. I thought to myself, can I turn around and ride really fast and try to find her up there? I decided that it would be too late to try and too dangerous for me to be racing up Pingree Park Road this late in the evening. So I just kept on riding back home. I rode back to my comfortable home where my loving wife was waiting, where my dog Sally would greet me by jumping all over me when I walked in the door, where I would have a really good meal and a comfortable bed and a guaranteed safe and happy night's rest. When that young lady asked me for directions, all alone, way out there in the middle of nowhere, in a way, I think maybe she was asking for help and my eyes were closed. Although my eyes were wide open, I think I was blind to that fact. What could I have done? I could have so easily offered to pay for camping right down the road, really nearby. I could have asked her to follow me back down Highway 14, down the river just a short distance where there was a beautiful, safe, public campground with clean, safe restrooms right on the river. Yes, it requires a fee to camp there, and that's possibly why she didn't stop there. I don't know, but I think that's why she didn't. Of course, her condition is just my assumption. I know nothing about this young lady other than she had a British accent, which I picked up from really early on. She was driving a really beat-up old Subaru, and I could see the worry in her eyes about the road that I had described as being dangerous. I would assume that she wouldn't be risking going up to Pangree Park if she had the money to spend, maybe 25 bucks or so, to pay for a nice camping spot just down the road. I mentioned this little story to someone this, this past week who told me that, well, maybe this young lady just wanted to be alone and wanted to be out there and didn't want to be around anybody else and kind of wanted to rough it. Well, I wish I could convince myself of that possibility, 
Yeah, maybe. But I don't think so. And that kind of leaves me with a huge regret. I share this because we on motorcycles need to be approachable. We've talked about that before. I guess if I did anything right, I appeared approachable. But we also need to keep our eyes open to for others who may be in need of help, but they're not using that word, help. I believe that sometimes we on our motorcycles are put in situations for a reason. I mentioned on an earlier podcast how I was out riding and a truck driver on the side of the road flagged me down. She described how she had a mechanical issue with this very large diesel engine, and it was nothing less than a miracle that I had the straps and some tie wraps in my little bitty tool bag to fix that diesel engine. I still can't believe it. Well, anyway, I guess I'm just here to say that we always need to keep our eyes open physically for crazy drivers and wildlife that cross our paths. But sometimes we need to keep our hearts a little bit more open too for each and every opportunity to help somebody who may not be asking for help, but you feel it. You just feel it. Well, thank you for listening today. Thanks for telling your friends about the podcast if you like it. And I wish you peace. I wish you love. <laughs>